What it is, what it do, and how the hell are all of you? With yours truly, Petrov. Fuck back with another mother love you. You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink, and lock in with your boy, because we back with another one. And in this episode, we're going to be going over a Just the News article. We love Just the News around these pots. Rep Green calls Rep Omar an anti-Semite. Says Speaker Pelosi basically has no soul. Where's the lie in that headline, baby? Oh, that's right, there isn't one. Because it's no lie. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is basically soulless, and Ilhan Omar is a guaranteed anti-Semite. Rep Majorie Taylor Greene during a Monday interview on the water cooler on Real America's Voice called Rep Ilhan Omar an anti-Semite and said, and said that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, basically has no soul. Again, where's the lie? I know people don't like Majorie Taylor Greene because she said some shit, this, that, the other, but where's the lie? If there's a lie, it would be easy to be pointed out, right? If there was a lie that Nancy Pelosi actually has a soul, somebody would point that out. Ilhan Omar's not an anti-Semite? Somebody would surely point that out, right? No. Because it's the facts. It's the truth. <laughs> At what point? At what point do we stop letting crazy fucking people into office? That's the question. That's the question. The freshman Georgia Republican lawmaker came comments came in response to the host David Brody knowing that Pelosi has not taken action against Omar. Pelosi, there's just no action on her, on Omar. She loves taking action against you and other Republicans, but Omar, nothing. Your, your take on that, Brody inquired? Green said that Pelosi needs to keep all of her gang together due to her party's slim majority. And so she, you know, basically has no soul. So she's selling out anything that she possibly can to keep her group together so that they can win and defeat the Republicans. All of us in Congress that she's willing to just bend over backwards to anti-Semites like Ilhan Omar who truly has offended everyone with her horrible comments, comparing our great American military and Israeli's military to terrorist groups, Green said. Some Democrats recently condemned some of Omar's words and called for the Minnesota Democrat to be issued a clarification. Now, see, that's my issue. Why did you need her to clarify what she said? She said it. That's what doesn't make any sense to me. You need her, you need her to clarify it? For what? So you feel better about what she said? That's the most insane shit I've ever heard. Why should Nancy Pelosi get clarification on what the anti-Semite Ilhan Omar said? That's, that's, that's my biggest question is what clarification does she really fucking need? She said what she said and she fucking meant it. What other clarification could you possibly need? Oh, you don't want to get her in trouble. So you think the clarification is going to be enough to cover her anti-Semitic ass. Now... We have seen un un unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, and Afghanistan, and the Taliban, Omar said in a tweet last week. That is something she said. She meant it or she wouldn't have fucking said it. Ilhan Omar is good at saying things and fucking meaning it. <laughs> so that to me just is baffling that they're going to act as if, well, you know, she might have meant something else. No, she meant what she said and you guys are fucking falling into that game. Now, Republicans aren't, but Democrats sure the fuck are. 
A dozen law Democratic lawmakers issued a joint statement in which uh, they said, equating the United States and Israel to Hamas and Taliban is one of the is one is, is as offensive as it is misguided. Ignoring the differences between democracy, governments ruled by the by law and contempt and contemptible organizations that engage in terrorism at at best, discredits one one's intended argument that at worst reflects deep-seated prejudice. The lawmaker said in a statement, "The United States and Israel are imperfect, like all dem democracies." At, this, at times deserving critique, but false equivalencies give, cor give cover to terrorist groups. We urge Congresswoman Omar to clarify her words, placing the U.S. and Israel in the same category as Hamas and the Taliban. Now, she made herself clear by saying, to be clear, the conversation was about accountability for specific incidences regarding those ICC cases, not a moral a comparison between Hamas and the Taliban, and the U.S. and Israel. Omar said, I was in no way equating terrorist organizations with democratic countries with well-established judicial systems. Yes, she was. And as I've said before, she meant what she said. Or she wouldn't have said it, right? Misguided? I don't think it was misguided. I think it was, I think they meant that shit, 100%. And it's something that I think is extremely questionable. I think Ilhan Omar is... Again, one of the worst things that's ever happened in Minnesota. I think she's one of the worst things that's ever happened in the United States. I think she's one of the worst things that's ever happened in our nation's history when it comes to elected officials. I think she has every right to be alive. I think she has every right to live her life. But I don't like her as a person. I don't like her, her conduct. I don't like the way she's conducted herself. I don't like the way that she's made how I don't like the way she's made America look. I don't like that. And the fact that she's Minnesota's representative hurts even so much more. Hurts even more is she's only a representative of Minneapolis because Minneapolis is a democratic strong hellhole. Not a stronghold, a strong hellhole. And Green, Nancy Pelosi had no problem going after her. None. They didn't give a damn if they ruined her first week in Congress or not. But Pelosi won't give that same... Uh, coverage to Omar because Omar is part of that team and that that's something that's easily can be seen you know now this is a business insider uh article GOP rep Jim Jordan rips into Joe Biden for attending the same G7 NATO summits with the U.S. allies that Trump went to multiple times Jim Jordan appeared to criticize Biden on Monday for attending diplomatic summits in Europe while Biden pals around with his buddies in Europe the border crisis rages at home he tweeted that's a solid point. I know uh, a lot of lot lot of radicals can't stand Jim Jordan. Can't stand Jim Jordan, but he's got a point there. If you've went to, the, if those summits have been something that many of presidents have went to, why are you not dealing with the crisis at home? I'm sure the summit could wait. Not that the summit's gonna make sure they're, they're not, not that they're gonna wait for Biden to you know come say his piece, but. They definitely could have, he definitely could have been like, yeah, I can't make this summit. I got to deal with the prices going on at home, but no, it'd be too easy. Biden attended the 47th G7 summit in, the, in, English, in an English county of Cornwall this past weekend. While at the summit, Biden joined the leaders of the United Kingdom, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and signing a joint communique that added it addresses topics varying from strateg strategies to end the coronavirus pandemic to guidelines for fighting climate change and examination of internal international laws regarding online safety and hate speech. Biden is now attending the NATO summit in Brussels. While Trump repeatedly criticized NATO over how the alliances is funded 
and reportedly dis discussed pulling out of the organization. Biden is aiming for a more diplomatic approach during his visits. He's looking to kiss ass, is what he's doing. Biden is sought to use his first trip as abroad as president to remain in, to reinstill confidence in the U.S. as a global leader and ally after four chaotic years under Trump. See, this is I can't read articles that are like that because it's you're not you're not reporting the news. You're reporting the news with your opinion sprinkled in. Chaotic four years under Trump. Some of the best years we've ever had as Americans were under Trump. Biden is ruining everything he can. Let's be honest. That's why. Uh, that's why no. That's why New York Times didn't want to go after Hunter Biden for using the N word. Probably learned that from his daddy. He didn't have no problem calling black people super predators in 1994. It's the truth. You not have a problem with that. And then, like this is business business insider as well. My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell says Trump is the first president in his lifetime who wasn't in it for the ego. Now let's scroll down and see what they let's see what their sprinkle is in. After peddling the theory that Trump would be reinstated as president in August, Lindell shifted his timeline in a Rolling Stone interview. Six months from now, Trump will be our real president and our country will be heading towards his greatest rebirth in history, he said. Over the weekend, Lindell held the MAGA Frank Free Speech Rally in New Richmond, Wisconsin, which featured the Trump acolytes Diamond and Silk, the conservative commentator uh, Dinesh D'Souza, and David Clark, a former Milwaukee County Sheriff. Trump was a featured speaker via satellite and continued to complain about the variety of issues from the 2020 presidential election to what he says are President Joe Biden's deficiencies at the U.S.-Mexican border. Now, see, that's the truth. Just true. I really don't know what else to say. That's just true. <laughs> it was a fucked up election, man. And then, uh, Congressman Jerry Carl of Alabama told Just the News on Monday that he supports an upcoming resolution to remove Minnesota Democratic leader uh, Ilhan Omar from her committee assignments after a recent statement in which she appeared to equate the U.S. and Israel to Hamas and the Taliban. If she said it once, it would be a gaffe. I mean, we all make those... We all make those as elected officials, and we and hang on every and, and hang on every word. But she's taken a stab at American America as a country several times. She doesn't like America. She just doesn't like Christianity. She said during just in just the new just the news AM on Monday. She's got a point. I would say that too. I'd say she has a serious hate for uh, Christianity. Ilhan Omar is an evil, evil person. It's, it's she. I just. It, I really. I really don't have anything good to ever say about Ilhan Omar at all. Oh my gosh, this is from Radar. Hunter Bay. Hunter Biden claimed baby mama was a basketball mentor to his, his to his and Barack Obama's daughters. Le leaked emails revealed. <laughs> Hunter Biden alleged his baby mama was a basketball mentor to his daughter as well as Barack Obama's youngest child, Sasha, in order to sneak her into the White House. <laughs> Joe Biden's 51-year-old son had an affair with 29-year-old London Roberts, who fathered his secret love child in 2018. So he fucks uh, strippers. I think he's a stripper, right? Uh, maybe it's not a stripper, but I know he fucked his uh, dead brother's uh, baby mama, too. Yeah. 
These are reports claiming she was a stripper in D.C. area. However, Hunter alleged he actually met her through her daughter, Misty Biden, according to the string of leaked emails. In emails obtained by Daily Mail, it shows Hunter knew Roberts way before he hired her to work in the cons consultancy firm Rosemont Seneca in 2018. <laughs> I had phoned, had to let security know that my youngest daughter's basketball mentor she worked out with Maisie and Sasha Obama, they had played in their rec, uh, rec league together. Hunter's email explained, Maisie, my daughter, continues continues a purse at NCAA Division One team in London, continues to help. Hunter Biden. Real piece of shit. He really is. It's from the Daily Caller. Going to get in trouble with staff. Biden slips up reading or off reporter's list before he's fed field before he fields questions. I'm going to get in trouble with staff if I don't do this the right way. Biden said before taking questions. According to Fox News, he then called on Jennifer Jacobs of Bloomberg. Biden has been known to use a list when he's calling on reporters for questions. He referred to the list as at his first press conference as president's, which was held 65 days into his term, the longest delay of any president since World War One. Biden also seemed to not remember the amount of days he had been in office. 120 days, give me a break. Need time, Biden replied when asked about the U.S. sanctions on steel and aluminum left in place from the Trump administration amidst concern the European allies. Biden had been in office for 145 days at that time. Now, see, that's one of the reasons Biden is a very, very, very questionable, questionable person. He, it's... It's just a shock that Joe Biden plays the game that he plays and so many radicals still back him. It's just insane. This is another Daily Caller uh, article. VP loyalists reportedly think border crisis was a shitty assignment because the president doesn't want to do it himself. Wasn't uh, Pence put in charge of the border? A shitty assignment. If you give someone a shitty assignment meant because because the president doesn't want to do it himself, you can be mad when the treacherous situation looks treacherous. One former aide reportedly told Axios, legal crossings at the United States southern border have reached an all-time high, and Harris has drawn criticism from both Republicans and Democrats for her handling of the assignment. Her assignment, shitty or not, it's her job. She became the vice president of the United States. A lot of jobs are going to be shitty. Expectations were created that the government of President Joe Biden there would be a better treatment of migrants, uh, Obrador said, and this caused, this has caused Central American migrants and also from our country uh, wanting to cross the border thinking that it's easier to do so. We asked the United States government to send more of a clear message to prevent people from leaving. Uh, Giamatti said that the very next day the Coyotes were here organizing groups of children to take them to the United States. Somehow that's a shitty job. Get a shitty assignment. Get the fuck out of here, man. These guys are insane. Truly some of the most insane people I've ever, ever had to listen to or deal with, man. And when I say deal with, when it comes to doing a show, I love doing my show. But I think it's insane to see people try to back up bad policy, bad actors, bad officials. I think it's bad. Another Daily Caller article, G7 leaders laugh when Biden forgets South Africa has already been introduced. See, these aren't just gaffes, these are problems. How long has he been in office to make such mistakes? He was around when fucking South Africa was introduced into NATO. 
As the president of South Africa, Biden said enthusiastically as he pointed his finger in the direction of where he was sitting. Johnson then corrected Biden and reminded him that he already had introduced him. Let's watch that, actually. Hold up. Biden's facial expression right there really, really tells a story about how he, he thought he was in the right, man. <laughs> so stupid. He's really, like I said, man, it's just, a lot of it's just questionable. A lot of this stuff is not, a lot of the stuff that Biden does is not good. A lot of the stuff that he says is not, not right. It's not, you can tell he's, he's too far gone, man. This is from the U.S. Sun. Biden laughs when asked if he still thinks Putin is a killer and says Russian, the Russian leader is, is a worthy adversary. You know, Biden, I highly doubt that Putin thinks you're a worthy adversary at all. I bet Putin thinks he could walk all over you if he wanted to, and I'm sure he fucking could. Joe Biden laughed when he was asked if he still thinks Vladimir, killer, Vladimir Putin is a killer. And he said the Russian leader is a worthy adversary. The president was speaking during a press conference on Monday afternoon that he turned up, that he turned up two hours late to. Man, he calls lids early. Fucking can't remember who he introduced, this, that, the other. And he shows up late to do his damn job, bro. If that was any other if that was any other job in America, you'd be fired showing up two hours late. <laughs> Told not to come back. Yet Joe Biden just gets to do it. I wonder was it, I wonder what his excuse was for being late. I overslept. Jill didn't tell me where my pills were. I really wonder what his excuse was. I'm my mama's mama, man. This episode is just another off the cuff talk that shit episode. Just so much going on in the news. It's hard to cover all of it at one time. It's definitely something that I think a lot of people want to hear about and talk about this, that, the other. So I had to get my own piece in. I just think that Joe Biden, when he makes comments about uh, Putin's a worthy adversary, I don't think that's reciprocated. When asked it back in March if Biden believes Putin is a killer in an interview with ABC, the president said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I do. See, that's, that, that's the questionable shit, man. The president quickly went on to compliment Putin, calling him a smart and tough. I've met with him. He's bright. He's tough. I have found that he is, as they say, when I, when I used to play ball, a worthy adversary. No, you're not a worthy adversary. And I'm pretty sure Putin laughs at everything you say, just like Xi Jinping, just like fucking uh, the president of Iran and Syria and all those other fucking places. They all laugh at Joe Biden, man. Now, this is from the Washington Free Beacon. Congress investigates Biden admin for dropping sanctions on Assad ally. Congress is probing the Biden administration for uh, unilaterally lifting san san uh, sanctions on a key funder of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad's ongoing war, a decision made by the State Department last late last week without congress congr uh, congressional consultation. A member of the House Financial Service Committee and two of Republican colleagues are demanding that Biden administration hand over internal documents related to its decision to lift sanctions on business connected with Samir Faz, a Syrian oligarch who has worked closely with the Iranian regime to fund Assad's war machine. 
The Biden administration has also lifted sanctions on several former Iranian government officials and companies tied to the country's illicit oil trade, which has included smuggling crude oil to oil to Syria. See, these are things that are extremely problematic, and these are things that many other world leaders notice and see that's going on. They all see that Joe Biden's playing a game and he's not playing it very well. So they're all going to get their pieces. And I'm telling you, this man is going to fucking unleash hell as Pandora's box. That's literally what he's doing. You're lifting sanctions off of people that want to watch the United States fucking fry. I just don't understand how that's acceptable or that's okay or how we're okay with that as Americans. That just, it, it makes me mad almost. Joe Biden makes me upset. Joe Biden makes me mad. Because of the stupid shit he does and the stupid places he puts America in. You're not here to help America. You're here to hurt America. And that's all but proven. Now that being said, over the course of the articles I've read today, nothing really good has been said. A lot of gaffes, a lot of mistakes. A lot of blame shifted this, that, the other. A lot of biases sprinkled on in. And that's what we deal with every day when it comes to the political cycle. So that all being said, I don't mind breaking it down for y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this little off-the-cuff episode. I know I didn't drop a whole lot today, but this is the episode for today. I definitely hope you guys enjoy it. I definitely hope you're still sitting there raising your middle fingers to Joe Biden. I hope you're fucking questioning all the shit he's doing. I hope you have pissed off a radical liberal today, and I hope you have stayed blazed, stayed blessed, and stayed safe. On all of those notes, peace.